Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin Tyler McElroy. And I'm Sydney Smurl, formerly Ann McElroy. You've got to quit with the middle names. It really throws me off. I know. I've been trying to introduce it to set myself apart. There's another Justin McElroy who's a reporter in Canada, uh-huh. and sometimes I get tweets for him about very disturbing murders in Vancouver. So I'm <laughs> trying to like differentiate my brand. It was either this or JT McElroy. So you think the way to do that is by saying your middle name just in the intro to Sawbones. Yeah, it's like how Michael Fox and Michael J. Fox never get confused. Who's Michael Fox? Um, that's not actually a real... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. <coughs> do you know that um, his middle initial was initially A, and he changed it because he didn't want people to say Michael's a fox? I, why wouldn't you? I wish people would say... Well, not Michael's. I mean, like, my name's Sydney. But my last name isn't Fox. It wouldn't work. I read that. It actually doesn't work for me. I'm going to go ahead and take that back because it in no way works for my name. I I read that about him in a fan book about how great him. How great him? How great he is. How great him was? Yeah, how great him be. (laughs) Uh, So Justin's not great at talking today. Today, no. But Justin, I have a question for you. Yes. Are you hungry for this week's episode? Um. I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to recording this week's episode as always. Well, but no, wait. But are you hungry for this week's episode? Sure, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I can't. Can't but wait. But would you say that you're hungry? Fine. Fine. Yes, I'm hungry for this week's episode. You know who you're not as hungry as? Who, Sydney? Terrere. Who's Terrere? Well, that's who this week's episode's about. Man, did you see what I did? That there? was. I'm looking around <laughs> for the seams. I'm, it's seamless. I'm gonna have to order online, order dinner online because that was seamless. You'd think that I, that was that I wrote that down, but I didn't. Just, it just did spur it. Of the just, moment. Yeah, I just did it right there like that. I know you're welcome for that intro. I think Justin, we need something a little bit lighter and a little it's bit. Been grosser. a heavy few weeks. It's been yeah. a heavy few weeks. We need we need some good old good old fashioned sawbones. Got some choice, medical grossness. Got some choice tweets about yes. the past couple of weeks. That's right. That's what we did. That's fine. Bring it on. But also, here's some gross, funny stuff for you. Yes. Because we all need a little bit of that. Thank you to <coughs> Jana Marie, Kathy Tess, Aaron, Brittany, and Shay for recommending this topic. Hot one. Because, whoa, I wasn't familiar, and boy, I am so glad that I am now. All right. I'm Terrere so ready. I'm so ready. Is the name of a human. I said rare because you said terrare, and you confused me with Terrere. sounds. Listen, it's not a great 
day for the J man. I'm not feeling great. So well, you just you let me take the lead here. Yeah. So Terrera is the name of a, of a human, a human person that used to be this alive. Is off to a good start. Yeah. Uh, in the 1770s, a child was born in France. It used to be alive. You say you're well, starting with their death. Usually, you save their death for the end of the episode. Well, sure. He was born in the 1770s. So what? I mean, were you guessing he was still around? Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> he, is, he is the oldest living human that <laughs> no is, one has heard of except it, me. <laughs> yeah, if he's still living, I know why we're doing an episode about him. He Now, he may have had a different name than Terrer. I don't know. Uh, all we know him as is Terrer. Okay. Sort of like Madonna, except I, we do know that she had a different name, so maybe not a great example. Mm-hmm. He There's a the question of where does this nickname come from may come from an old phrase uh, in French that was popular at the time, uh, bonbon terrer, which was the way you would say like something exploded. I guess instead of saying like kaboom. It's like tick, tick, boom. You say something like that. Bom, and and <laughs> why he may have been compared to explosions. Well, I'll get, I'll get into that. Um, so he was a fairly normal looking kid other than a few distinguishing characteristics. And this is kind of important to his story. He had a very large mouth. It was noted that he could fit either 12 eggs or 12 apples in his mouth at a time. Yeah. I'm guessing like small apples. Yeah, because like those the things real... aren't the same size. So... No, I'm thinking like real deal, like organic, natural apples, sure, not like sure. the things, you know, the the things that we have created. Uh, he had pretty thin Which hair. Great. Which are great. Yeah. And help feed a lot of people. Exactly. Thank you, genetically modified food. You're the best. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I have no problem with with large, juicy, genetically modified apples. Yeah. I'm just saying that's not that's probably not what he was sticking in his mouth. Uh, and a, he had a distended belly with a flap of skin so large that he could wrap it around himself. That's gross. He also reportedly smelled pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, even it it was noted specifically even at 20 paces, quite an odor. They talked about vapors that you could see rising off of him. I'm going to guess that was an exaggeration and that he didn't cartoonish like did not have visible have, stink lines. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that he sweat all the time. He was also recorded to have pretty bad teeth, uh, was very hot to the touch, Also, always had constant, horribly smelly diarrhea, <coughs> and never really gained weight. Okay. Uh, his stomach would become very distended after a meal, and his cheeks would flush, and he would smell worse, but he was always very slim. And why am I telling you about his appearance and his weight? Because the other thing you should know about Terrer is that, boy, he loved to eat. Well, what else is he going to do? The dates weren't piling up, I assume. <laughs> uh, getting a great job is hard. What with the constant, and I believe your term was smelly diarrhea. Yeah, it uh, was particularly foul. Not just any diarrhea. Very... Not that regular good smelling diarrhea you read so much about <laughs> Quite in the fantasy novels. <laughs> um, and it, it, the, the thing is, he liked to eat so much. Uh, even as a young child, his parents could not keep him fed. Uh, and he ate constantly, like I said, to the point where his belly got very distended and his skin hung off of him, but he never he never really gained weight. He was but eating, how would he gain how how did his belly get distended if he wouldn't gain weight? It would get really big and bloated and distended after he would eat, and then as he would digest it, it would just hang like a big flap of skin. That's buck wild. Yep. He was eating before he was kicked out of his house by his parents who ran out of food. He was eating about a quarter of a cow a day. The question, of course, was which quarter do you eat which day? Because if you save the head, 
and just treat yourself to the butt quarter and the mid quarters, that's really unfortunate. I, my, my question was how many cows do they have? Because a quarter of a cow a day, that's a cow every four days. I mean. Two cows every eight days. I mean, run the math. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how many cows this family had, but eventually they were going to run out. Not many cows. I would so, say they didn't have a lot. No. So they ran out of cows and they kicked him out. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so no, his parents did turn him out. They couldn't keep up with his demand for food. So at this point, he did what any It was teen... a great time, a time in human history when you're like, no, he eats too much. He, he must leave. Like, he's our son. Should we? He eats a cow. He eats a four cow. Is that your French accent now that we? You're <laughs> so he he he's turned out uh, by his parents, and he does what any teen on the run does. At least from all the books that I read as a teenager about he, other he, teens on the run, eats local he, cows. No, he takes up with a band of questionable characters. Uh, you know, people who steal things and people who try to run scams on people and and whatnot and just basically wanders the french countryside for a while doing whatever sketchy people do for cash you know illegal kinds of things that is an unfortunate life if you're like not just regular hobo hungry but like super super hobo super hungry like that's rough he eventually figured hobo you know starts eating his other railway Mm -mm. railway companions no no. No. We'll get there. Okay. He eventually joins up with a medical show because he figures, you know, I can eat a lot more than most people. I should use it to make money. Because what, you know, if you got a talent, celebrate mm-hmm. it. So he he signs up with this this kind of quack doctor who goes around selling fake patent medicines and he basically is in charge of drawing the crowd. So he would stand in front of a crowd of people and say, hey, come watch me. I'm going to swallow a live animal and then a bunch of rocks. Basically anything. I will eat anything. I'm always hungry. And then a big crowd is drawn and then the doctor comes out and get, gets everybody to buy his tonic or whatever. <coughs> I'm assuming the two weren't actually connected as like, you could be just like him. Like, no, thanks. I'm good. I'll no, eat regular human food. Thank you. Not really. Just like a... Just a kind of as a sideshow kind of thing. Got it. Uh, by 17, he was eating more and more through this time. And by 17, he was said to have been able to eat his weight in beef, which still wasn't very much because he, he only weighed like 100 pounds. I bet that's still about a quarter cow. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He began to see that this eating thing could be bigger than just medical shows. Mm-hmm. But he's got to get out of the countryside. He's got to get to the big city, to the city of lights. He's got to get to Paris. Gay Perry, where a professional eater can really... <laughs> What's more romantic yeah. than eating your weight in beef? So he he goes to Paris looking for bigger crowds and more money and to get. And Just I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming. He, so basically he gets there and he would stand in the streets and eat things for money. Uh, <laughs> he... Would eat like he would. He'd buy a basket of apples and then just stand there and eat the entire basket of apples. He would eat corks because he could. Flint, anything that he could find or afford or that people were willing to hand him. And I'm guessing it was like probably a dare thing. Like if you'll eat this, I'll give you two francs. Yeah, it's a rough superpower. If you eat these two francs, <laughs> I'll give you two more francs. No, you can you just have those. As a bonus, you'll keep them. You can have them. Uh, of course, there were hazards in this line of work. At uh, one point, he suffered an obstruction of his intestine from any of these items. Yeah, I take your pick. Any of them. And he ended up in a local hospital. They cured him by just giving him lots and lots of laxatives, which eventually worked. 
Um, which you, which you could do, cool I guess. Cool day. We were good at laxatives. We've always been good at laxatives, mm-hmm. humans. Just that's something we've always been good at. Good for Making us. people poop. He offered while he was there to show the doctor his tricks in repayment by, he said, you know, if you want me to, I can swallow your watch and the chain. Just watch. I'll do it right now. Can you not, sir? Can you not? That's basically what the doctor said. And then said, you know, if you do, I'll, I'm a surgeon. I'll cut you open and get it back out. So please don't swallow my watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, well, if you do that, I'll just get eat it again. Because <laughs> that's how determined I am, sir. <laughs> that's how terrain works. And now can I be a doctor too? No, that's not how it works. That's, that's not how any of this works. So with the French, Re- with the French Revolution, Terrer feels his patriotic duty. He must sign up. Um, I will eat all the guns. (laughs) He probably could have. But instead, uh, he ran into a problem because if you're going to join the military, you've got to survive on military rations. Now, they they recognized and were sympathetic to the fact that he was hungrier than your average French Revolutionary soldier. And they gave him quadruple rations. Nice. But that still could not sustain him. And after he ate all of the poultices... In the apothecary's office, that's right, he ate all the poultices. Okay. They decided, we're going to have to put this guy in the hospital. He's, he's just, there's something wrong with him. And he claimed that he was still completely exhausted and starving and couldn't do anything anyway. So they put him in the hospital for exhaustion, and the surgeons are kind of excited. Okay. I mean, because because he's interesting. Yeah, what's happening here? Because we don't get this. We don't understand this guy. So while he's there and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with him, he basically eats everything he can get his hands on. They find him uh, eating scraps off other patients' trays. They find him going through the trash, digging through the gutters. <laughs> Just basically any food that he can find, they he's eating. And they even at one point start tying him to the bed because he was eating all the food in the hospital and I mean, other people needed to eat. So the surgeons, of course, rather fascinated with this guy start doing some experiments. So for instance, there is a meal that was prepared for 15 laborers. I, history does not know what the 15 laborers ate that night, (laughs) but what I do know is that they didn't eat the meal that was originally prepared for them because instead the surgeons let Terrer loose and said, go, go eat it. And he did. He ate two giant meat pies, plates of salt and grease. What are you even doing with that? And then drank four gallons of milk before passing out into a deep, deep sleep. So he's like, he's, but this cat's basically a human Tasmanian devil, basically. <laughs> they tried some more, um, uh, more frightening, I would say, experiments than just eating plates of grease and salt. They put a live cat in front of him and he ate it. Okay. They tried other animals, snakes and puppies and lizards. He seemed to prefer snakes, but he'd eat anything. Um, And he once even ate an entire eel whole. So I'm supposed to be, that was your climax? After eating cats and puppies, he ate an eel whole? That's what's supposed to get me excited? He swallowed it whole. He didn't didn't swallow the cat whole. What did he do? Just kind of, ugh. You don't want to know. Trust me, you don't want to know. So, okay, this guy will eat anything. We've Mm -hmm. we've established this. But the surgeons aren't really 
learning necessarily, I would say anything. I'd say they're, they're pretty pretending horrified. Like they are. <laughs> they're kind Ooh, of disgusted. Good, very good. Let's try again. <laughs> Let's just keep putting things in front of him. And the ar- the army is not thrilled with this. Uh, why? Listen, we need we need all hands on deck. We need all of our soldiers. We need our surgeons not occupied with this situation. So could we just get him back out here and let him do soldier stuff again and please stop feeding him animals? And the surgeons are like, well, no, we still want to get some, we could probably squeeze some more science out of this guy. We're really fascinated. So they, they come up with a plan. Why don't we make him sort of into like a human carrier pigeon? Okay. I like it. Since he'll eat anything. So they, they test it out by putting a message into a small wooden box and having him swallow the box. Some number of hours later, out comes the box with the message inside completely intact and legible. Message, of course, where's the beef? Oh, gross. oh gross. I don't know why they picked that. Gross. So once the once the doctors try this out and go, yeah, this could work, they take him to the headquarters of the French army and ask him to perform this trick again for all of like the commanders. Hey, look at what your new super spy can do. And they have him eat a box <laughs> and then wait. And then he poops the box out and then there's a message in it and it's like, surprise, I'm your new spy. Yeah, so he eats <laughs> the box. Coming to theaters this fall. He, he eats the box in front of him, and then he's like, they're like, you think that's good? Just chill here for like 12 hours, because it's about to get great. I mean, that's basically what happened. I found one footnote from one source that maybe Napoleon was there, which is just too much for me to handle. No, yeah. I can't. I can't handle that that's situation. That's too good. No way. No way. Okay. Uh, in return for this, by the way, Mm-hmm. Um, because they say like, okay, we're going to use you as a super secret spy. They give him 30 pounds of raw bull's liver and lungs, which he of course eats on the spot. Okay. So what was this dude's deal, Sydney? I got to know. Well, Justin, I'm going to tell you more about Terrier, but first, why don't we head to the billing department? Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although 
there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real, high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes, you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box? Pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or clean up. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, And the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Okay, I have to know more about this cat. I'm obsessed with him. Okay, so... He's my hero. I want Kevin James to play him in the movie. (laughs) We are at the point where Terrell has been commissioned. Not that Kevin James is a big fat guy. Because, I mean, he can be. But he can also be... I mean, like, look at Here Comes the Boom, for example. He'll look great in that. Right. I'm just saying I think he'd be funny. Okay. I think you know a lot more about Kevin James than I do. (coughs) So... I don't have much to contribute to the Kevin James conversation. That's fine. I'll keep it going over here. Right. I'll back channel. Good. So anyway, I do know about Terrera. Let me tell you about him. Mm -hmm. So he, at this point, we have, he has been, it has been decided by the French army that we're going to send this guy who can swallow things and poop them out later intact. We're going to send him on a secret spy mission. Yes. But they're a little nervous. They don't doubt his physical ability. I mean, he has shown them. What he is capable yes. of. And they are impressed. Of eating boxes and pooping them out. Exactly. But they are concerned about um, his temperament, let's say. Okay. It is noted actually in one uh, description of him, historically, one of the physicians wrote that he was almost devoid of force and of ideas. Okay. So they're a little worried about his ability to pull this off. <laughs> like the spy part. So... The first, they tell him, we're going to have you swallow a box with some top secret documents in it, okay? Okay. Super secret stuff. Really, all they do is put a note in the box to this French colonel who has been imprisoned by the Prussians, and the note basically says, like, hey, (coughs) did this work? You'll never guess where this note came from. (laughs) Also, BT dubs, you got any... Intel you want to let us know about just testing, testing through this guy's. Can butt. you hear me? Right through this guy's butt. I mean, that's basically it. It had no useful information in it. It wasn't a top secret document. It was just it was like a test run. But they didn't tell him this. Terrera thinks that what is hidden in his gut is of utmost importance. Mm-hmm. So he swallows the box. He takes off. He gets behind enemy lines, disguised as a German peasant. However, there's a hitch. There's a problem they did not think about. What's that? Terrer does not speak 
a word of German. Okay, tricky. Yes. (laughs) Problematic. Problematic, for Uh, sure. As a result, he is almost instantly discovered (laughs) (laughs) as a spy. So he's captured. Uh, They figure out that he's on some sort of secret mission. They obviously don't. The Prussian army does not know what the nature of said mission is, but they interrogate, interrogate him. They beat him. And finally, he reveals his mission. At this point, they basically chain him to the loo and And wait. wait. And eventually the box comes out and they discover the not so helpful message. Mm -hmm. Now, there is, by the way, an alternate story that I found in two sources that may there was there was some question as to did they ever actually get the box out or did Terrer re-swallow it, like poop it out and then instantly re-swallow it. Um, and then, so they never got the information either way, even if they got the information, they saw that this guy really didn't have anything. He went, he didn't have any good stuff. Right. So at this point, his captors get really mad because here they waited for this guy. They've had to go through his poop. There's nothing useful. So they hold basically a mock execution. Okay. Didn't know that was a thing. They, they actually get to the point of placing the noose around his neck before they then remove it and just kind of send him back back on his way, back to France. If they'd known what sweet tricks he could do, they probably would have kept him. I don't know. Maybe they saw that the, that, that plan didn't work out very well for Yeah, the but French just for Army. fun, for like base entertainment, I guess. <laughs> so after this, in, after this escapade, he's pretty freaked out. And he's really kind of over the whole military experience. So he, he gets back... Uh, to his to his team to his camp, <laughs> and he says, "I just want to go back to the hospital. There's something wrong with me, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> and I just want to be admitted there until you fix me. I can't do this fighting thing or these secret spy missions anymore. Please, please, somebody fix me." So at this point, instead of just feeding him random things and seeing if he gets better and seeing what happens, the doctors actually start trying the cures of the time. And as you may so imagine, so basically they gave him random things and saw what happened. Exactly. Yeah. Only instead of just seeing if he'd eat it and going, "Whoa, I can't believe he ate that," they wrote it down. They wrote it down, <laughs> and they were like, "Let's." Try some laudanum, you know, opium. Nope. I mean, he feels great, but he's still eating everything in sight. Okay, give him some vinegar. We love to give people vinegar. Nope, that didn't work. Tobacco pills? That's great. Let's try it. Nope, doesn't do anything. And then they, they tried a treatment that I really... I would like to coin as the cool hand Luke method <laughs> where they basically just gave him as many soft boiled eggs as he could eat. I don't know if the idea was just see if they could fill him up or they took bets, but anyway, it didn't work. He just ate tons of soft boiled eggs and then they ran out of them and the then end. He, that and was then, it. That and was then the end by of then that. <laughs> it was getting pretty late and they all decided to go home. <laughs> they decided to go home and they were like, man, now we don't have any eggs for the morning. Yeah, we'll get them next time. Uh, and they tried a bunch of like controlled diets, like just limiting how much he was allowed to eat, but changing what, you know, trying to concentrate on caloric content or protein or whatever. And anyway, none of it worked. Uh, so he still wanted to eat everything in sight. And he was sneaking away at night while he was in the hospital because of his growing appetite and all of these treatments that weren't filling him and eating, again, worse and worse stuff, he began to go to all the local butcher shops and eat any offal that he could find left over in dumpsters and trash cans. Uh, it was noted that he would fight alley cats 
for carrion <laughs> that would be left there. It's fun. Um, he would dig through trash, mm-hmm. just was eating everything. Uh, his surgeon stuck by his side for a while, and then things started to get really bad. He was found drinking blood that was being taken out of other patients who were oh, no. who were being bled as treatment. And then they found him trying to eat corpses in the mortuary. Oh, come on. Still his surgeon stuck by his side and said, we must keep this man here. Our job is to heal. I am a healer. I will do what it takes. We will work harder to control him, but we're not giving up on Terrer. Right up until a 14-month-old child who was in the hospital went missing. I mean, I've been hungry before. Don't get me wrong. I have no proof that this is what happened. No one really does, but I guess it was heavily suspected. So, as a result, even his surgeons could no longer stand by him, which I think, by the way, all they do is kick him out of the hospital. It's not bad. Not bad, Considering that they thought he ate a baby, I think... Just kicking him out of the hospital is not the worst. Oh, my God. Is this like a backwards origin story for Fat Bastard from the hit film, <laughs> Austin Powers 2? This is why he shagged me? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I would not be telling that story. So, uh, Terrer leaves the hospital. I'm going to eat your baby. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I, rem- I remember. <laughs> oh, donkey, open the window. It's just as, yeah, just as funny as it was back then. You know. Donkey, open the window. Okay. That one's anyway. from Shrek. Is it? That one was Shrek. Right. They all just... You know, Shrek, all... I love a parfait. Right, so now you're going to do Shrek voices. That was Donkey. Right, that was Donkey. Now you're going to do characters from Shrek. Are there any other impressions you'd like to get Are in there real quick before... Are characters I can't do? This is the question. <laughs> before, well, it, French ones. You okay. can't do that. Moving on. You're bad at those. So he, we lose track of Terrer for a while. Because he's turned out of the hospital and no surgeons are writing about him. That's where. That's why we know so much about him, by the way. A lot of this just comes from fascinated doctors who had no clue what was happening or what to do about it, but just could not help but write about this, this guy. So he turns up four years later in a different hospital. He actually sends for one of the surgeons, uh, asks someone to try to get him to come see him because he is very ill and he believes he's dying and he is in another hospital, and he wants, you know, he he remembers the surgeon who worked so hard to try to help him, and you know, didn't give up on him until maybe we don't have maybe he committed name, huh? cannibalism. I do have his name. I just didn't write it down. Oh, okay. sorry. It's okay. I just got lost to history. No, it's there. I mean, it's very history's got it. Yeah, it's okay. there. It's just didn't write it down. So anyway, so he's. He's very ill. He's dying from what he thought was the result of swallowing a golden fork. <laughs> That's what he tells. Is he Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> Did Rumpelstiltskin swallow a golden fork? No, it's just like a, an appropriate fairy tale sort of Grimm's Brothers thing. <laughs> like this character vacillates wildly between like, man, that sounds like a really tough medical affliction. And then other times I'm like, this guy is a human troll or an <laughs> ogre that lives in the swamp, and he's Shrek, well, a person named Shrek. I mean, he's he, like Shrek the person. Yeah, he does some pretty horrible things. Um, but I, either way, he thought that he ate a golden fork. Um, well, no, he did. I mean, he probably did eat a golden well, fork. Well, that's true. He, he <laughs> thought that he was feeling poorly in a poorly manner 
because he had eaten a golden fork that uh-huh. a witch had cast a spell on uh-huh. and poisoned him with magic, a magical golden fork. Percy is the name of the surgeon, by the Percy. way. Percy. Percy. Right, got it. So Percy arrives at the bedside. He, it, he, he hears the story of the golden fork, but there's nothing he can do. Uh, Terrera is very sick. And actually, after examining him, he whether or not the Golden Fork is causing a problem, he is certain that Terrera has t- tuberculosis at this point and that that is actually why he is so sick and why he is dying. Mm. Uh, he continues to deteriorate. He developed very severe diarrhea, and then he died. Um, at this point, as you can imagine, there were a lot of doctors who wanted to know what the heck was going on. Yeah, And so an autopsy was performed. Uh, which at the time, the what you would have been able to learn from an autopsy would have been pretty limited because our understanding of the human sure. body was still fairly limited. So, you know, even if they had performed an appropriately thorough autopsy, who knows if they would have been able to put together exactly what the cause of, of his condition was. But they didn't perform a complete autopsy because what they found after they first began the procedure was so gross that they mm-hmm. didn't proceed very far. He uh, did have, the, the way they describe it is that they were able to open up his mouth and look down directly into his stomach, that his, his esophagus and his stomach were just huge. And when they opened up his abdomen, that it filled like the entire abdominal cavity, his stomach, which it's not supposed to be that big. You could probably imagine that his liver and his gallbladder were huge, that there were ulcers everywhere. There was a ton of pus everywhere. And basically it just got too much for everybody in the room. And they said, you know what? We, we don't know anything yet. We're not going to, we're not going to be able to figure this out for hundreds of years. Yeah. We we don't know anything. Let's just, let's leave this poor, this poor guy's been through enough. Yeah. Let's leave this body in peace. Um, it, It should be noted. They never found the fork. The for last all of you, mystery of Terrier. For all of you at home who are wondering, but where is the fork? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they didn't find the golden fork. Now, you you may be wondering, this is where the story of, of Terrier, as far as we know, ends. Now, what's interesting, if you if you find this story fascinating, is we are not the only ones to, to talk about it. Uh, there are puppet shows about Terrier. There are uh, plays. There are short films there are all kinds of um, there's all kinds of artwork out there uh, based on him. I think he's a really interesting character um, in literature and art, just as a kind of this picture of of a glutton. Some call him of um, I don't know, but it, it's a very interesting. He's, he's become a, a very interesting artistic figure as a result of all this. As, well, it's got to be a life. walking hell, right? To like to be to always never hungry, be to full. never be full, to yeah. always be hungry. Exactly, exactly. So that 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 insatiable. What was wrong with him? Character. Well, that's a good question, Justin. We're not nice. sure. Mm. I'm, I, I'm not going to be able to give you a completely <laughs> satisfactory answer. There have been. <coughs> A lot of theories about what was wrong with him. Um, people have suggested things like hyperthyroidism. When mm-hmm. you have when you have too much thyroid hormone, it can make your metabolism fast, and you can have some of the symptoms, such as you could uh, have trouble gaining weight or have weight loss. You could have diarrhea. You could have a lot of sweating. You could be hot all the time. That being said, um, your hair could be thin. That being said, 
I generally we don't accept that it also makes you eat live animals and sure. drink human blood and Steal you know for fuel. That's the hyperthyroidism could explain some of the things, but not not everything. Certainly, um, some people talked about diabetes. Um, very uncontrolled diabetes can have symptoms like wanting to eat all the time or losing a lot of weight. But again, obviously that doesn't. That you doesn't explain Wolford everything. Brimley pounding babies. <laughs> no, not, at least not in the commercial. Uh, there's also been talk about was there damage to a part of his brain called the amygdala, which is part of uh, what controls your hunger. And people who have damaged amygdalas in history, especially animals, we have noted, have just so, shown this insatiable hunger. But again, there's there was a lot going on here. There was clear. This is clearly a very complex case, and we've never seen one exactly like it in history. There were other famous people who ate a lot and who ate odd things, and even like live animals and things like that. But this case takes the cake. Mm-hmm. Not to make a joke, um, he is clearly the biggest up. The word, by the way, is polyphagia. Polyphagia. Mm. That means you eat a lot. It means you're hungry a lot. I should say. So someone with polyphagia is just hungry all the time, eating all the time, cannot be full. And that is uh, that is Terrere. I think uh, you mentioned to me, if you're still hungry for more Terrere, I think you mentioned to me our um, friends over at uh, Stuff You Missed in History class covered Terrere as well. That's exactly right. They did an episode that. on it as well, so from the historical perspective. Yeah. It's a fascinating story. Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor um, guy. Well, he may have eaten a baby. Maybe so you've eaten a baby. It really does cast a pall on him. Uh, Let's but, get you innocent pr- until proven guilty, right? Yeah, Let's, and good luck with that one. Um, <laughs> that's going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks to Taxpayers for as user song. Medicines is the intro and outro of our program. Um, hey, if you get a second, you want a new podcast? I got one for you. It's called Still Buffering. Uh, Cindy hosts it with her sisters, Riley and Taylor, and they compare teen life then and now. And this week is all about YouTube. So if you finally want an old internet video, so if you want finally want to understand YouTube, uh, and what the kids are doing on YouTube, search for still buffering. Thank you, honey. Uh, on iTunes or go to teen, teengoogle.com. <laughs> And you will also get there. It's another Maximum Fun program. There's a lot more uh, if, at MaximumFun.org. If you want to see all the shows our family makes, you can find them at MacRoyShows.com. Uh, uh, but I think that's going to do it for us for this week, Sidster. Uh, so until next week, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.